Motiversity family, it's Marcus Taylor. And I want to thank you for tuning in to the Motivation Daily Podcast by Motiversity, one of the top 50 podcasts in the world. If you enjoy listening to Motiversity and this podcast, you need to download the Mindset Daily Motivation app. On it, you'll gain access to thousands of motivational speeches, including Motiversity's and mine. And now, with the new Mindset Alarm feature, you can start each day with purpose, waking up to powerful audios like this one. You may be average, you may be ordinary, but you have the opportunity every single day to make extraordinary decisions. And what you do today will determine your future. To download Mindset, just go to MindsetApp.com or search for Mindset Daily Motivation on the Apple or Google Play Store and listen to motivational speeches while getting ready for the day. Click the link to download Mindset now and get ready to transform your life. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I never said when you want to succeed as bad as you want to eat. I never said when you want to succeed as bad as you want water. I said, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. A wise person once told me, dreams don't work unless you do. Success leaves clues, kids. You're not willing to sacrifice anything to be a high-performance person. What do you want? Desire is just an intention. An intention won't make things happen. An intention will only set direction. Still, you have to make the journey. Find out what it is you want and go after it as if your life depends on it. Why? Because it does. There are going to be times when you feel like you're losing your mind and you study for hours and you're going to take an exam and you will not pass. Do you have the willpower to overcome the rough patches? Do you have the willpower to overcome the bad grades? Make enough mistakes. Don't worry. You fall, you stand up. You fall, you stand up. A student is resilient. A student is disciplined. A student is committed. A student is consistent. It is time to hit refresh. It's necessary to know that. That a lot of people like to complain, but they don't want to do anything about their situation that you are an uncommon breed. You know, you have to know within yourself. 
that I can do this. Even if no one else sees it for me, I must see it for myself. Some things are just destiny, you know? I studied and I failed the exam. I studied and I failed the test. And life is an uphill war and it is filled with tests and exams in critical moments where you are going to have to dig deep inside of yourself and ask yourself why? Why did you start in the first place? And what was the emotion, the feeling, what was the science and the psychology behind the decision that you made? And nine times out of ten, I can tell you why you started. You started because you were hungry. Hunger is the feeling of discomfort or weakness caused by a lack of food coupled with a desire to eat. How hungry are you? When you feel like throwing in the towel, when you feel like surrendering everything you work for, remember why you started. Remember how you felt when you started. You were hungry. When you want to let go, when you want to surrender, when you want to stop, when you're ready to quit, when you have failed and failed again. Let me remind you what got you here. Hunger got you here. A strong desire got you here. You were desperate to break curses in your family. You were desperate to break the cycle of poverty and depression. You were desperate. Hunger got you here. Remember this. Every dream requires discipline. Every dream requires discipline. You can travel the world and study students and their behaviors and their mindsets. There is a science behind achievement. And when you study the most successful students in the world, we find that they are responsible, they are motivated, they are self-managed, they are self-aware. They have a long-lasting student mentality even after they have passed the test. Because they understand that life is a test. And in life, there are ups and there are downs. And so accept the responsibility. See yourself as primarily responsible for your outcomes and your experiences. You are going to need discipline. Motivation will help you get started. But discipline is going to keep you on the road to your destiny. You got to be self-motivated. You got to find purpose in what you do by discovering personally meaningful goals and dreams. If you're going to be a successful student, if you're going to come out on top, you've got to start managing your time. You plan and you take action in pursuit of your goals and dreams. So let me tell you something. Everybody has a dream that there is a behavior that must follow your belief system. Remember this. Behavior follows belief. If you have not been able to change your behavior to match your dream, then you need to go back and examine your belief. Because 10 times out of 10, if you can't change your behavior to match your dream, then you don't believe. When somebody believes, everything changes. The time is coming where you are going to feel like giving up. But you're going to have to remember why you started. You got to dig deep and learn how to create possibilities for yourself. When nobody gives you an opportunity, 
You have to turn your mess into your message. Never forget, what comes easy won't last. And the things that last the longest never come easy. And that's the exact reason why the harder you work for something, the greater you feel when you achieve it. And that's why you spend all those hours studying. You limit the time you spend on social media. You very seldom go hang out with your friends. And you push yourself harder than the average person ever would. Because you made a vow to your mama. You made a vow to your daddy. You made a vow to your brother. You made a vow to your sister. You made a vow to your family. And most importantly, you made a vow to yourself that you did not go to school to be ordinary. You did not go to school to be mediocre. You did not go to school to be middle of the road. You did not go to school to be average. As a matter of fact, you always make sure you take your annual average vaccine because you never, ever, ever want to catch the disease of average. So that means you understand that at times you will feel pain. At times you will not be comfortable. At times you will mentally hurt. At times you will be physically exhausted. But it's those times that will catapult you to heights you never thought you would see. It's those times that will propel you to successes you never thought you could achieve. It's those times that will launch you into a stratosphere that only few ever reach. It's those times that will thrust you into an orbit that most will deem impossible. But all of your hard work will make the impossible possible. All of your hard work will make the unbelievable believable. If you want to bypass coach and fly in first class, you must first make all of your classes a priority. Because the studies show, in terms of dollars and cents, those that fail to graduate high school earn about $25,000 per year. Those that graduate high school earn about $35,000 per year. Those with associate's degree, they earn about $42,000 per year. Those with a bachelor's degree, it bumps up to about $60,000 per year. Those with a master's degree, they earn about $70,000 per year. And those with a PhD, they earn about $85,000 per year. So as you can see, the more you invest in your education, the more the world is willing to invest in you. So when you're having one of those days, when you're having one of those weeks, when you're having one of those months, when you're having one of those semesters, never forget, if you quit, you are not only robbing yourself of mental gratification, you're also robbing yourself of the financial gain that comes when you graduate to the next level of higher learning. So let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your soul. Let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your heart. Let that be the fuel that drives you to keep giving every ounce of your being to reach the finish line. The great Muhammad Ali was once asked by a reporter, how many sit-ups do you do every day? He said, I don't know, because I only start counting 
when it starts hurting. When I feel pain, that's when I start counting because that's when it really counts. I need you to think the same way. When you start to feel a little pain, when you start to feel a little uncomfortable, when you start to feel a little tired, when you start to feel a little stressed, a little overwhelmed, keep pushing, keep grinding, keep going, because that's when it really counts. When you reach that point that most others would stop, that's when you keep going and engage in positive self-talk, just like the little engine that could. Tell yourself over and over again, I know I can, I know I will, I know I can, I know I will. It's not over until I succeed. It's not over until I win. Because stopping right now is absolutely not an option. That diploma is mine. That degree is mine. That job is mine. That business is mine. The next level awaits. And once I get past all of the streets, bypasses, and highways of adversity, misfortune, bad luck, hardship, misery, and heartbreak, I will arrive at my destination of gold because all of that pressure transformed that lump of coal that used to be me into a diamond. Now that's the mindset of a champion. That's the mindset of a winner. That's the mindset of an overcomer. And above all else, that's the mindset of a graduate. David Bly said, striving for success without hard work is like trying to harvest a crop when you haven't planted. So today, I need you to take hard work out for a date. And before you know it, you're in a phenomenal relationship with success that one day will lead to an incredible marriage to greatness. So never forget, hard work pays off. So stay dedicated, be persistent, remain positive, dream big, and conquer any and every obstacle that you ever face. This is a great day to win. The one commodity that is most valuable on this earth is time. Time to love, time to live. From the moment the human body is born, it begins dying. I don't think you, you quite caught that. Let me say it again. From the moment the human body is born, it begins dying. Some happen faster. Some happen slower. Some of us help them happen, go faster. And some of them prevent it from happening sooner than later. How many seconds, how many minutes do we waste every day doing things that are nowhere near the goals and aspirations and passions that we have inside. How many times do you go through the course of a day and realize, did I do anything I set out to do today? Write down those goals each and every day. No matter if it's two goals a day, if you can accomplish those, then you're doing more than just making it through the day. You are living and achieving your dreams. 
Find time to better yourself. Read, explore, research, live life. Do things you've never thought of doing before. That's what it's all about. When you're born, that's that date that they put on the left side of the tombstone. (laughs) When you die, they put another date on the right side of the tombstone. But that dash in the middle is the most important thing on that tombstone. That is a line that throughout that entire time frame, you were able to impact and touch others' lives. You were able to leave your mark on this earth. You were able to build a legacy that nobody could change. You were able to have it to where people remembered who you are no matter what. When you're living for that dash in the middle, you're going to remember your why. (laughs) Your why, why you're here. Not not the why, why did you do something. Your why, your, your reason for getting up in the morning. Your reason for pushing yourself past the brink of exertion and giving up. Your reason for moving on and, and, and getting things done in life. That dash in the middle, that's the thing that pushes you. How do you rate yourself on a scale of 1 to 10 in terms of your physical appearance, in terms of your health? Do you take care of yourself? Are you allowing yourself to get overweight and out of shape? Are you conscious of your health? Are you watching the food that you take into your body? Do you make a deliberate effort to exercise? You know, it was George Burns. He said, we cannot help getting older, but we don't have to get old. And many of us get old before our time because we don't take time to take care of ourselves. Your environment is a very good indicator on a scale of one to 10. Is it what you want it to be? Do you find it desirable? Are you satisfied? The job or career that you're involved in. Someone said that 85% of the American public unhappy with their jobs. Are you spending eight hours a day just doing time? Doing something that you don't find challenging, that does not make you stretch mentally, that does not stimulate you, that does not inspire you. Something that you don't find a sense of fulfillment in it. If you're doing that day in and day out, it has to affect how you feel about yourself, your level of motivation, your relationships. What kind of impact is it having on your life? Is it nourishing or is it a toxic relationship? Does it drain you or does it build you up? Ask yourself that. How motivated are you to do something about it? Your contribution, your actions. What are you giving? Many people will leave the universe without a trace. No one will know they were here. And in fact, under their name, we could put under there, not used up. Will anybody know that you came this way? What contribution are you giving? What will you leave? What will be different? Because you came this way. Just just stop for a second. Write down your why. What, what are you doing this for in life? If your why doesn't make you cry, then that's not your why. Again, if your why doesn't make you cry, then that's not your why. Your why should be something so big that it moves your family tree your why should be something so big that it changes the whole outlook on how things are with you and your home your family your religion your purpose 
Think about your passion. Think about your opportunities. And that's how you find your purpose. OPP. When that why meets up with your passion, your opportunity, your purpose, then you'll find out. The most important day in your life is the day you remember why you were born. Two-thirds of all Fortune 500 uh, CEOs have one thing in common, military background. Really? Two-thirds of those two-thirds have something else, martial arts. What do you learn in martial arts, Brian? Discipline, focus. A lot of people don't believe they deserve to be there. I convince them, and uh, we have these drills, why you belong there. A lot of people that come there, you know, with money, that have made money, think they made it by accident. Right. I just had one of my superstars who's made a hundred million bucks tell me in the last week, you know, I'm not sure I'm going to have another lucky accident. And I said, you did it. I mean, you, you know, you tried a lot of things. I believe Thomas Edison, I, would, I wouldn't have done it 10,000 times. Okay. I would have hired an engineer from MIT to do it. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I've tried a lot of things. Nobody's failed at more things than I have. And the first hundred million are successes, but I could write a book about failures that it'd be, I mean, because I've tried a lot of different things. Because failure is just testing. And uh, one of the reasons I've been so successful in generating this equity and value in my kids, and I call you all kids, is because I convince them that making a mistake is okay. Your parents probably told you, you can be anything you want, but you can't. That's horse <laughs> You can't. If it's all juxtaposed. So, but what you tell them is that you can do anything you want that you have passion for because that eliminates most of the crap because most people don't follow their dream. You know, like they say in The Sound of Music, you can't have a dream come true unless you have a dream. Now, I still dream. I dream in Technicolor. I say my affirmations and goals every single night. It's bloody hard to be a high-performance person. Perfection equals paralysis. If you left it to engineers, no car would ever come off the assembly line. No car would ever come off the assembly line. And I've been in business with enough engineers, I, I can tell, attest to that with my hand on my heart. They, they'd still be trying to make it better. And the internet business is very much the same. The internet kids want to test and test and test, and they want the, the landing page to be this. And roll it out. The great thing about the internet is your, your results are instantaneous. If something that I'm overseeing at a Concord level, 60,000 feet, doesn't work in two days, forget about it, move on. And uh, today at our meeting, now the young kids are, uh, we ran it three days, uh, sir, and uh, we closed it down. And they are thinking I'm going to ask why. I said, no, that's fine. Next, because without them making mistakes and without them being allowed to make the decision, they never get any better. And 95% of the time, I know probably better than they do. We're never going to be able to know everything or have them know everything unless they make some mistakes and get comfortable with making mistakes. What gets measured gets accomplished. Without measurement, you're just fooling yourself. Before I had any money, I used to go to the Rolls Royce dealers and sit in the cars and smell the leather. 
touch the leather, okay? I went to million dollar houses and my wife and I would walk through the house and they'd say, when are your parents getting here, kids? No, we are the buyers. Uh, practice within when you're without. Practice being successful. How many people listening to this today practice being successful today? Through affirmations, through going to the Rolls Royce dealer, if, maybe Lamborghini, maybe something else. Right. In my particular case, it was Rolls Royce. And within a year of me going to the Rolls Royce dealer, I had a Rolls, okay? Within 19 months of me dreaming and adding it to my goals, a castle on an island, I own Guthrie Castle. 19 months. Okay. Go to stores you can't afford. Go um, hire lawyers you can't afford. Lawyers will meet with anybody. Accounts will meet with anybody. Go to the big four accountants uh, with a business idea. The first couple meetings are for free. Jettison probably a lot of the people you'll hang around with. If you have poor public speaking skills, join Toastmasters. Do these. If you, go, if you went to a good school and you're not successful, go to the alumni deals, okay? Uh, I didn't go to a good school. I'm a perfect living example that a lot of trouble as a kid, um, working class background, my parents, uh, went to uh, uh, just a mediocre university that I flunked out of three times before I finally graduated with honors, but, uh, and had no money to begin with, $820. So it's, it's all possible. But I, you know, I devoted myself uh, to feeling successful. I was wearing suits like this before I could afford them. Uh, most people procrastinate because they're unsure, so just do it. And, uh, but I, I've never had a problem just doing it. Because one of the things is you learn as a young uh, combat infantry officer is time costs lives. Uh, we overanalyze because we're unsure. We're not overanalyze. We don't overanalyze because we are not sure um, if it'll work or not. We're more worried about on the emotional side, it embarrassing us. Self-discipline is the magic power that makes you virtually unstoppable. Self-discipline is the center of the universe for success. Self-discipline is doing within while you're doing without. And what that means is when your friends are begging you to go hang out and you say no because you're way too busy grinding hard to put yourself in position to win in your game of life. I love this quote from the late great Zig Ziglar. He says, when you do the things you ought to do when you ought to do them, the day will come when you can do the things that you want to do when you want to do them. See, without self-discipline, success is not possible, period. So I need you to ask yourself, do you have the strength to say no when so many others say yes? I need you to ask yourself, do you have the strength to keep working when so many of your friends are playing? I need you to ask yourself, do you have the strength to keep going when so many others are stopping? I need you to ask yourself, do you have the strength to keep fighting when so many others are throwing in the towel? Because if you can answer yes 
to all of those questions, you are well on your way to joining the 1% Club. You are well on your way to living the life of your dreams. So now is the time for you to hit the gym of your life and start exercising your self-discipline muscle. No more talk. No more excuses. From this moment forward, it's all about massive execution. Will there be days that you don't feel like it? Yes. Will there be days that you want to stop? Yes. Will there be days that you want to give up? Yes. Will there be days that you want to quit? Yes. Listen to me. Quitting is never an option. So get up and do it anyway. Because when you push yourself to do and you get started, you will be amazed at how all of a sudden you have the energy you need to get it done. Sometimes you have to trick yourself and say, I'm just going to spend five minutes working on this project. You get started and all of a sudden, an hour later, you not only complete it, but you also feel an amazing sense of pride and accomplishment. I want you to understand this. You will not always be motivated to do something. So you have to force yourself to be disciplined because those that are undisciplined allow moods, appetites, passions, and temptation to dominate their lives. But that is no longer who you are because you are now officially part of the Doers Club. You are now officially part of the Winners Club. You are now officially part of the Champions Club. You are now officially part of the Those with Self-Discipline Club. Because you now understand that with self-discipline, all things are possible. You now understand that great leaders always have self-discipline. You now understand that great entrepreneurs always have self-discipline. You now understand that great champions always have self-discipline. You now understand that great athletes always have self-discipline because they understand that self-discipline is about controlling your desires and impulses while staying focused on what needs to get done to achieve your goal. The late, great Kobe Bryant said, I don't understand lazy people. We don't speak the same language. I don't understand you, and I don't want to understand you. See, Kobe understood that at the center of bringing any dream, any goal, or any success into fruition is a little thing we like to call self-discipline. How you will go from below average to average, from average to good, from good to great, and from great to phenomenal. Yes, you, ordinary you. You wanna lose that weight. You wanna get that six pack. You wanna get that job promotion. You wanna graduate from college with a bachelor's, a master's, or a PhD. You wanna start that business. You wanna make that team. You wanna become the best version of yourself. You have to remember, all success starts with self-discipline. It starts with you. Abraham Lincoln said, discipline is choosing between what you want now and what you want most. You only have two options. Suffer the pain of discipline 
or suffer the pain of regret. The choice is yours. My advice to the young people, 25 years old, make enough mistakes. Don't worry. You fall, you stand up. You fall, you stand up. Enjoy it. I mean, 25 years old, enjoy the show, enjoy the show. From 30 to 40 years old, you have to think very clearly when you're working for yourself if you really want to be entrepreneur. So 40 to 50, think about how can focus on things that you are good at. But when you are 50 to 60 years old, work for the young people because young people can do better than you. So rely on them, invest on them, making sure they're good. So 25 years old, don't worry. Any mistake is an income, is a wonderful revenue for you. In the future, it's not about the competition of knowledge. It's the competition of creativity. It's a competition of imagination. It's a competition of learning. It's a competition of independent thinking. If you think like a machine, the problem will come. In the past 20 years, we'll make people like a machine. In the next 20 years, machine will look like a people. So in the future, it's not knowledge-driven, it's the wisdom-driven. It's the experience-driven. In the past, it's the knowledge-driven, and it's the manufacturing-driven, and in the future, it's the creativity-driven. I think next 30 years, the world is going to change a lot. The new technology is going to change every aspect of the world. So this is what we think the world should be focusing on, not only the IQ, EQ, but also focus on LQ, the Q of love. Because only when you care the others, only you care the others that succeed and more successful than you are, you have the chance. Ten years ago, internet was so good. When nobody believed internet was so good. Now internet is so tough because all the smart people go to internet. So you should go to the off-ground. I failed for funny things that I failed a key primary school test for two times and I failed uh, like uh, two, three times for the middle school, middle schools. No, I, I tried, there's uh, examination that young people, if you want to go university, you have to taste, take the examinations. So I failed three times. When I uh, graduated from universities and before I, you know, for three years I tried to fill in the universities. So I applied jobs for 30 times, got rejected. I went for a police, they said, no, you're not good. I went to even the uh, KFC. When KFC came to China, come to my city, <laughs> 20, 24 people went for the job. 23 people accepted. I was the only one guy. <laughs> and we went for police. Five people, four of them accepted. I was the only guy that I received it. So to me, being turned down, rejected, Oh, by the way, I told you that I, would, I applied for Harvard for 10 times rejected. I learned so much about the Hollywood movies, especially the Forrest Gump. You love Forrest Gump. I love Forrest Gump. But why do you like him? Simple. Never give up. Never people, give up. people thinking he's dumb, but he knows what he's doing. And I was very depressed the day a year 2002 or three in the States. I was very depressed when I, I could not find out a way for the internet. 
And I watch the movie in my friend's home, Forrest Gump. When I see him, I think, this is the guy we should learn from. Believe what you're doing. Love it. Whether people like it, don't like it, be simple. And like the word, life is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you can get, right? <laughs> I never know I would be here talking to you. I never know. But today I made it. I told my people in my apartment 18, 15 years ago, guys, we have to work hard. Not for ourselves. If we can be successful, 80% of the young people in China can be successful. We don't have a rich father, powerful uncle. We don't have one dollar from bank, one cent from government. Just work as a team. I worry about it today, young people, a lot of young people lose hope, lose vision, and start to complain. Because we also have the same period. Because when I got, it's not a good feeling being rejected by so many people. We also depressed, but at least later we find that the world has a lot of opportunity. How you see the world, how you catch the opportunity. So, and the Hollywood gives me a lot of uh, inspiration. I uh, at the beginning I never thought. Um, I, I thought when I was young, I said everything's possible. Now I know not everything's possible. When you have something, you have to think about. You have to consider about the others. You have to consider about the customer, society, your employees, your shareholders. So, so, so. There are so many things that I think if you continue to work hard, there's there's possibility. It's not amazing if you don't do it. Nothing is possible. If you try to do it, at least you have the hope. There's no other way around it. If success is the result that you are ultimately seeking, you must be obsessed with the process. You have no time to let fear, doubt, failure, quit, negative thoughts, or give up enter into your mental. See, you have massive potential. So from the moment you open your eyes in the morning, your mindset has to be win. Meaning winning that particular morning and carrying that winner's mentality with you as you enter your classroom. So what the person to the left of you is pessimistic? So what the person to the right of you is zoned out? You, yes you, can only be concerned with staying locked in because you refuse to let the aura of your classmates or classroom enter into your mental space. See, this race is won by the one that can distance him or herself from the rest of the pack. And those are facts. So I need you to realize that there will be bad days. There will be times that you feel like you have no earthly idea what your teacher or professor is talking about. But what you will never ever do is throw a pity party. What you will never ever do is tap out. What you will never ever do is concede and throw in the towel. What you will do is knock on his or her door and say, listen, I only have one option, and that is success in your class. But right now, I'm confused about the lesson you taught today, and I need clarity, and I need it now. If you are passionate about wanting to achieve success in that class, he or she will bend over backwards to help you. 
But if you settle for mediocrity and never say anything, you are setting yourself up to fail. And failure, my friend, is not in your DNA. not the first person to question whether or not they have what it takes to achieve at a high level. I promise you're not the first person to feel like they are underperforming. I promise you are not the first person to feel like their brain is about to explode. Listen to me. Those that can push through no matter what storms arise are in the small minority, that small percentile of those that ultimately break through and make their goals and dreams a reality. So the reality is this. You were born with everything you need to pass every class with flying colors. You were born with everything you need to overcome the anxiety that may pop up from time to time on a mission to derail your lifelong hopes, dreams, and aspirations. See, my favorite acronym is H-W-P-O. And just in case you forget, or just in case you don't know, that means hard work pays off. So winners like us never lose focus. And we're horrified and petrified whenever someone tries to tell us to take the easy route. Because we already know there is no easy route. Because if it were easy, everyone would do it. So we avoid that ignorance and get back to our grind of studying harder than we've ever studied before. Because we understand that you get out of it what you put into it. So we pour our heart and soul into our homework. We pour our heart and soul into studying for exams. That way, we sleep like a baby because we know in our heart of hearts that we have put every ounce of our being into our work and therefore, success is a foregone conclusion. All of the hard work, after all of the studying, after all of the blood, sweat, and tears, you still fail. Never forget this. You never fail. You never lose. You only learn. See, life will knock the mess out of you when you least expect it. It's part of the process. See, that's when you have to tell yourself, because of this setback, I'm strong. Because of this setback, I'm wiser. Because of this setback, I'm smarter. And because of this setback, I'm hungrier than ever. So I say all of this as a friendly reminder. You got this. You were born to be spectacular. So I need you to jump over the obstacles. I need you to go around the pitfalls. And I need you to push through the adversity. Because that dormant volcano of success that's living inside of you is just waiting for you to grant permission for it to erupt. So, so what, what advice do I have for college graduates? Uh, certainly, I'd invite you to uh, apply for a job at uh, SolarCity or Tesla or SpaceX. Um, and uh, if not, then um, if, if, if that doesn't work for whatever reason, then uh, apply to jobs at other companies in that arena or uh, try starting a company. If, if you study engineering and, and you figure out how to design new things, um, then um, it's relatively easy to start a company. Um, you just need to get a few like-minded people um, with you 
although I have to say that the space business is, is quite it's quite hard to start a company in the space business because it's such a capital intensive business. So it may be better to do something in um, solar power, or uh, if you're going to do it in cars, do it in as kind of a component supplier for cars or something like that. Musk has college degrees in business and physics. But SpaceX is his first venture in aerospace. How did you get the expertise to be the chief technology officer of a rocket ship company? Um, well, I do have a physics background. That's helpful as a foundation. Um, and then I read a lot of books and talked to a lot of, a lot of smart people. Don't just follow the trend. You may have heard me say to, to, that it's good to think in terms of the, the physics approach for first principles, uh, which is rather than reasoning by analogy, you boil things down to the most fundamental truths you can imagine, and you reason up from there. And this is a good way to figure out if, if, if something really makes sense or if it's just what everybody else is doing. It, it, it's hard to think that way. You can't think, think that way about everything. It takes a lot of effort. Uh, but if you're trying to do something new, it's the best way to think. Um, and that framework was developed by, by physicists to figure out counterintuitive things like quantum mechanics. So. It's really a powerful, powerful method. And I want to know, what is the one thing that has surprised you about your life? Well, I certainly, I'm surprised by the whole thing, honestly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I certainly didn't expect to be, to be uh, for any of these things to happen, honestly. Um, yeah. I, I just, you know, <laughs> I knew I wanted to be involved in technology. Um, and... Uh, in fact, the only reason I started a company back in '95, an internet company, was because I couldn't get it. There were only a few internet companies, and I couldn't get a job at any of them. <laughs> so there, um, I tried to get a job at, at Netscape um, and uh, sent my resume in and tried hanging out in the lobby, but I was too shy to talk to anyone. And, uh, and then I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll have to start a company because I can't get a job anywhere. Thank you. I wouldn't say I'm fearless. In fact, I, I think I, fear, I feel fear quite strongly. Uh, but I, um, if, the, if, if what we're doing is, if what, you know, what I'm doing is, I think is important enough, then I just uh, override the fear. Mm -hmm. So, but it's not as though I don't feel, I feel like more strongly than I would like. I think also people tend to overweight risk um, on a personal level. It's one thing if you've got you know, a mortgage to pay and kids to support, and that if you were to deviate from your job, that, well, how are you going to feed your family and pay the rent? And Okay, that's understandable. But let's say you're young and you're just coming out of college or coming out of high school or whatever, the, what, what, do you, what do you risk? You know, you're not going to stop. I mean, right. it's... It's really, certainly not in any kind of modern economy, it's so easy to earn enough money just to live somewhere and eat food. I don't know what, you know, what are they what are they afraid of? They're, they're mostly afraid of uh, failure, I think. People should be, be less risk averse when there's not much at risk. What is education? Like you're basically downloading data and algorithms into your brain. And 
it's, it's, it's actually amazingly bad in conventional education. Cause like it shouldn't be like this huge chore. Like the more you can gamify the, uh, the process of learning, the better. successful because when you're studying and you get tired you quit and I'm here to tell you today if you got a, somebody came to my office the other day crying I said look don't cry to give up cry to keep going don't cry to quit you already in pain you already hurt get a reward from it don't go to sleep until you succeed listen to me I'm here to tell you today that you can come here you can jump up you can do flips you can be excited when we give away money but listen to me you'll never be successful until I don't have to give you a dime to do what you do you won't be successful until you say I don't need that money because I got it in here so if you want to make six figures you can't just be talking about you want to make six figures when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe then you'll be successful and when you get to the point where all you want to do is be successful as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. And I'm here to tell you, number one, that most of you say you want to be successful, but you don't want it bad. You just kind of want it. You don't want it badder than you want to party. You don't want it as much as you want to be cool. You, most of you don't want success as much as you want to sleep. Some of you love sleep more than you love success. And I'm here to tell you today, if you're going to be successful, you've got to be willing to give up sleep. You've got to be willing to work off for three hours of sleep, two hours. If you really want to be successful, some days you're going to have to stay up three days in a row. Because if you go to sleep, you might miss the opportunity to be successful. That's how bad you've got to want it. You gotta go days without, listen to me, you gotta wanna be successful so bad that you forget to eat. So listen to me, Emmett Smith said this at the end of the commercial. Emmett Smith said, all men are created equal, some work harder in free season. I'm gonna say it again because you might have missed it. All men are created equal, some work harder in free season. So that means that there are some people who are going to see the professor, going to see the TA. And even when the professor says, I don't meet with you, my TA meet with you, you say, I don't want to talk to your TA. I don't pay the TA. I pay you to teach me. So you're going to have to find some time to meet me. If I got to meet you at the mall, if I got to meet you at your house, you are going to see me. Listen to me, all men are created equal. Some work hard in preseason. When I went to college, guys were way smarter than me. 4.0s, 3.0s, they went to the Ivy League high schools, came to Oakwood from these great high schools. Most of them are not doing what I'm doing. Why? Because it's not about where you come from. It's about heart. You come to a place where, you know, being smart ain't enough. You gotta have heart. That's number one. Watch number two. Number two, catch number two. I wrote it down. I wanted to make sure you got it. It says, to be, watch this, watch this. We're talking about sacrifice now. The important thing is this. You're right in why I'm saying it, because I only have about three more minutes. Listen to me. The most important thing is this, to be able at any moment to sacrifice what you are for what you will become. That's the number two thing. You got to catch that one. To be able to, listen to me, at any moment, some of you, you can make sacrifices when Monday Night Football is not on. You can make a sacrifice. But when the game come on, for some reason, you just attach to it. For some of you, when your favorite show come on, you, you, can, be, you can make sacrifices on Sunday when there ain't nothing going on. 
But when your favorite show comes on Monday, bam, some of you, you focus until the phone ring, and then you like, I gotta answer it. If I don't answer the phone, I'm gonna die. I'm saying to you today that there are some of you, if you give up your cell phone, you would be successful. But your cell phone is more important to you than your success. I'm gonna say it again, I'm gonna hurt somebody. I'm gonna hurt somebody. Some of you need to give up your cell phone because the time you spend on your cell phone could be used for your success. The time you could be using to be successful, you're using it on the cell. And the cell phone is not bringing you nothing but a bill. And somebody has told you, you couldn't live without it. I'm talking about going deep now, giving up stuff. Watch what it says. To be able at any moment to sacrifice what we are for what we could be. I don't do well in math. You're right. You ain't never studied. I'm not good in writing because you have never written before. But I dare you to fail in writing for a whole year to see if you can get to the end. I dare you to fail. I dare you to take that same class over and over again. I dare you to stop dropping classes like you soft. Always want to give up. I'm dropping. Why are you dropping? I'm so grateful that the slaves didn't drop and quit. Say, I'm just going to stop. I'm a slave. I'm just going to be a slave. I'm going to quit. Listen to me. The slaves said, we will live because one day we will become. You, you know, you know if people know what they're doing, and and uh, but it's my job to make sure and bring everybody up to another level. And I think that's probably one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten is that I'll take somebody good and make them better. Is that is that a conscious process for you? Like, what are you doing? Is it just kicking people in the ass, inspiring them, all the by above. example, all the above? I, I think I do. You always know where you stand with me. Uh, I have. All my top VPs probably have been with me an average of 25 years. My two assistants uh, have been with me 27 and 26 years. Uh, and everybody will tell you that is the hardest son in the world to work for, but I would never work for anybody else. What would you have to see in them to think it's worth the risk? I think one of the best things that I ever did was I will, I will look at somebody's resume and I can say, you know what? You've never been with the right company, and that's why you haven't excelled, and, and, and you are, that's why you're in here today. And so many people choose the wrong company to go to work for. And I look at people all the time, and I look at your resume and say, why did you go to work for this company? I knew they were screwed up when you went to work for them, okay? And so some people just are not good at choosing the right company. And also, the person interviewing makes promises that never happen. And I think that's one of the biggest mistakes that people make is choosing the wrong company to go to work for. Do they really have good liquidity? Are they gonna be in business? Are they an acquisition target where all of a sudden that they are and you're gonna get bought and probably laid off? Uh, you know, everything is, is uh, do, are they in, do they have a product that is gonna be around for a long time? So everything from liquidity to product, acquisition target, growth, where are you going to go? Uh, everybody should always ask themselves if they want to grow and they just don't want to just whatever is, is say, where can I be in five years? If I can't be at this position in five years, then this isn't a good career path for me. What made you good at selling? That is a very particular skill. Even today, it's, it's all about, somebody said, why are you so successful? Because I sell. And even when you go out and you raise billions of dollars in debt and you're meeting with debt holders, you're still selling yourself. That's what it's all about. You're not just selling the deal. When I was public for 18 years, okay, and you're selling equity, uh, 
I did five follow-on offerings, the most a restaurant company ever did when I was public. And, uh, and, and you are selling yourself. And, 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 you know, you know your numbers, you know your business, and you make yourself that you know more than everybody else, even if you don't. <laughs> Let's do it another way. Let's go back to 10 years old. I walked around with my, my business, my briefcase. Uh, full of business. There was no business in it, but I wanted to be a business guy, but you really didn't know what it was. By junior high, I was buying candy and reselling it at school. By high school, I was already trading on the stock market. That's just, hey, doing whatever it took to make money. I always wanted to make money. I always had money, even when I was a kid, because I always worked whatever job I could find, whether it was uh, uh, mowing somebody's yard or washing cars or selling lemonade uh, to the construction workers. Uh, it was just always about making money. So at 21, I sold vitamins. I start building homes, building shopping centers. Uh, by the time I was 26, I built my first hotel. By the time I was 25, I told myself I'll have my first jet at 35, and I did. Um, you tend to know more about any deal, anything going on in your company than anybody else. I want to know how. How do you master it to that level? Well, I mean, I, I can't get into some details that people know that I don't know, but, but if you walk into my office for a meeting, I don't care what department you're in, I will pick apart whatever you have. And, and you better know your numbers when you walk in there with a spreadsheet, or you better have your ads right if you're the marketing person walking in. But you also, you, 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 know, you know if people know what they're doing. And, and, uh, but it's my job to make sure and bring everybody up to another level. And I think that's probably one of the greatest compliments I've ever gotten is that I'll take somebody good and make them better. Know your numbers. No matter what business you're looking at, always know your numbers. N number two, realize that we're not successful if that consumer does not come to us, whether they're eating in your restaurants, whether they're playing in your casino, and, and, and whether if you don't have a good product on that basketball court, the fans are not going to come and buy those tickets, the sponsors aren't going to come, and therefore you're not going to have the money to pay for those good players next year. You're not going to be able to pay Russell Westbrook and James Harden each $40 million a year. You've got to always remember, we're only as good as us taking care of that consumer. One of the things I teach everybody, and especially my kids, don't assume anything. I, people think if somebody walks in and gives you an answer that it's the right answer. And, and, and even when I tell somebody to do something, I don't assume they went and did it. I'll ask them a week later, did you do that that I asked you to do? Because that was really important to me. Oh my gosh, I didn't do that. And I think that's the biggest mistake people make, is don't assume that everything's running right, don't assume anything. If you, if you go outside in the garden and try to catch an ant who is born here, who's grown up here and probably he'll die here, if you try to catch him, he'll say, okay, crush me if you want. Is it so? He'll do everything to protect himself. He values his life, isn't it? Very much or no? Tiny little creature that we may not even notice, we may step on him without even seeing him, unfortunately. But he values his life immensely. Does he or no? He's got spark. But you, 
a human being. At least on this planet, you're the peak of evolution, physiologically at least. What the most evolved creature on the planet means is, it has the most complex neurological system and it has the highest level of cerebral capability. That means you can think, you can remember, you have memory. You have a very vivid sense of memory and a fantastic sense of imagination. An ant doesn't have such a vivid sense of memory, nor does he have any great imagination, he has some. But he has a presence of mind about the life that he is living. Because the education systems that you are going through right from kindergarten level is such that it is about everything except you. Somebody is PhD in tourism, somebody is PhD in biotechnology, somebody is PhD in something. Nothing about this. How does this function? There is no attention at all. A human being exists in three times. He lives because of the richness of his memory. The present experience is important and how vivid is your imagination for tomorrow is very important. Right now the problem is, these things have all gotten mixed up because discipline of faculty has simply not come. If you're postponing something, you're obviously doing something that you don't want to do. If there is something that you really want to do, will you postpone it or prepone it? <laughs> do you see somebody is waiting for someone they badly want to see? Only ten minutes. In the ten minutes, they will look at the watch twenty-five times. Why? They want to prepone it. You're doing something that you don't want to do, so you want to postpone it. I'm asking, why are you doing something that you don't want to do? No, because if I do this, I will get that, I will get that. That's not the point. It doesn't matter what is your level of intelligence, what is your level of capability, introvert, extrovert, this, that, doesn't matter. Do you have the courage and commitment to make the possibility into your reality? That's all the questions. What is it that you're going to create? This precious life, where are you going to invest it? Are you going to invest it in something that's truly worthwhile or are you going to throw it away as a worthless thing? This is the important thing because what you call as my life is just a certain amount of time and energy, isn't it? As you sit here, your life is ticking away or no? You are young, you may not be thinking like this, but actually it's ticking away. What is ticking away is not time, what is ticking away is your life. So this energy that you call as my life, how are you going to invest it? Because if you are doing something truly worthwhile, it gets over before you know what happened. Only if you are doing something worthless, it feels like a long life. Something that happened ten years ago, you can still suffer, isn't it? Huh? 
something that may happen day after tomorrow, you already suffer. What happened ten years ago or even ten days ago, does it exist right now? Does it exist right now? What may happen day after tomorrow, does it exist right now? No. So if you suffer something that does not exist, should we call you sane or insane? Success means what? I made it. What did you make? I bought a house site. You think that's an achievement? I got a job, I made this much money. It's a very constipated way of looking at life. I want young people to look at it in terms of how we can do something that cannot be done in this lifetime. Oh, what will happen if I don't fulfill it? If you… if you worked incessantly, and still at the end of your life the job is not done, it doesn't mean you're a failure, it means you had a great vision. <laughs> That's what it means. I want to explain the biggest myth that most people think leads them to success. And here's the myth. You might believe if you're scared to fail, you won't fail. Lies. Biggest myth ever. And I believed it. You see, I always thought that being scared to fail in life would literally keep me from failing. I would look at the losers around me and I would say, sheesh, I never want to turn out like him. I really believed this train of thought would help me succeed. Until one day, I was walking down the street and I saw an old man, had a hat, suspenders, and a cane, was about 80 years old. This old man was barely walking. He could walk, but the cane helped a lot. He was struggling. So anyway, he was walking across the street and he ended up falling. So I went over to go help him. And he gets up, says thank you, and we introduced ourselves, had a little conversation, told me his name and I told him mine. His name was Robert, by the way. And right as he walked away, I told him, this is what I said. Robert, you should stay inside where it's safe, my friend. And Robert turns around and says to me, I love walking. And I love walking way more than I'm afraid of falling. So I ask him, well, what about your safety? Don't you want to live? And he told me this. These are the exact words he said. He said this. Solo, living means doing what you love to do. And if I had to fall here and there to do what I want to do in life, then so be it. And he just walked away. Never saw him again. That was it. But that statement really had me thinking. And it had me thinking hard because I learned something that day. That's when I realized the true key to success. You see, I always thought if I could just Fear the act of failing, and if I fear it like crazy, I will succeed. Because I thought the fear would magically motivate me to get out there and start taking action. But after that day, uh-uh, I realized something. I realized it's the love for success that will lead me to succeeding. So just imagine if Robert feared falling. 
Would he even start walking? Of course not. He wouldn't even do what he loved to do. He would sit at home and take no type of action. But he loved walking. Wasn't even scared to fall. It gave him life. That's what allowed him to get up and do it. He loved walking so much, he was willing to fall 10 times a day just to do it. And you have to be the same. So the next time someone tells you, you're gonna fail, you know what you tell them? Tell them they're right. But you're not afraid to fail. You're not afraid to take action. You're not afraid to jump. You're gonna fail 10 times, but you know what? It's cool. Because on the 11th time, you'll succeed. <laughs> oh, you'll succeed, all right. And it'll feel good. And while you're over here living the life of your dreams and complete happiness, guess where they're gonna be? That's right. There'll be failures, the real failures. Over there where it's safe, scared to fail. Ironic, isn't it? I was literally living out of my car. And so even though I was homeless, I was still trying to uphold the appearance of everything being okay. When that moment happened, it was like, whoa, this is rock bottom. Because now all my clothes are gone all the cool shoes, all the things that were material, um, that you know I tried to fake it until I figured things out, were gone now. And not only that, all the, the, the elements. So now rain and snow and all these things can get in the car, so it was like mildewy and smelly, and so I smelled, right? And so for me, in that moment, I understood that, wow, this is, I thought things were bad, but things are really, really bad at this point. And now I can't pretend anymore. I just have to really embrace this. I think a lot of times when we're going through things, we kind of try to figure out how we're going to finesse our way into people not knowing that things are, things are wrong. Instead of just saying, this is my life. This is real now. You have like these brief moments of kind of peace until like the next accident happens, right? Um, and that's just life in general. You know, it's never gonna be complete smooth sailing. One of the things that I've noticed about a lot of people is that they let the hardships and the things that happen in their life, failure, stop them from, like Aaliyah said, you know, dust yourself off and try again, right? And for me, I've just never let anything or anybody prevent me from achieving what I want to achieve. And so I've always had this relentless mentality. And if you say I can't do something, if I fail, if I you know, mess up, it just motivates me even more. I just become even more hungry. And so I've always just had this you know, relentless mentality. I don't take you know, no for an answer. I don't take failure or accept failure at all. And it's just always been kind of in my heart to not give up. It's the rose that grew from concrete, right? It's like, no matter how terrible a situation is, no matter how bad it is, there's still gonna be a rose that grows from that concrete. And I feel like I was that, right? No matter what my situation was, I was built for this. I was not going to let myself fail, right? And I had that mentality. And I understand that now that I grew from that concrete, I'm starting to plant my seeds. 
and there's more roses growing. What's so special about the internet now is really anything you want to do, you can learn. Like if you want to learn how to code, if you want to be a developer, you want to build software, you want to build apps, you can literally go on YouTube and learn how to code. And so what I would tell that person is, what do you want to do? Tell me anything. What do you want to do? Right now, there's resources and there's things online that can help you build yourself into whatever that is. So I think that that kid at the end of the day, he has to have that kind of just I got to make this happen. Right. Here's the thing. No one can teach you that. At the end of the day, man, you really got to want it. You got to really want it. And I think the problem is, is now with social media before when I was growing up, I didn't see all these examples of people having cool cars or doing cool all the time. Like. Right. And now with social media, I don't care if you're in like, you know, in the middle of nowhere, you can log on to Instagram and see just this whole world of experiences and things. The problem is, it's like, oh, well, these people have it, so I should be able to have it. And it's just like, man, you don't see the work that goes behind this, man. I started my first marketing job at 14. I'm 10 years into entrepreneurship. It wasn't until the past few years where I started really getting recognition for it, right? And so people don't see all that it takes to even get to that point. And that's the problem. And so they think it's supposed to be this, this overnight thing goes, oh, I started LLC, give me money. Right. No, that's not how it works. This is a marathon. This is not a sprint, right? You never know when that moment is gonna happen in your life where you're, you find that passion or you figure it out. The fun part is just trying a bunch of stuff. Like when you get to a point where you can just try a bunch of stuff, it's like, hey, sit down, make a list. I'm interested in all these different things, right? Okay, I'm interested in these top five things. Now, how can I do something that not only am I passionate about with one of these top five things, but also make at least enough money to just get by? A lot of times the thing that's stopping us from being the person that we truly want to be is ourselves. It's usually ourselves. And I think being able to identify mental health, depression, anxiety, all these things that we're dealing with and say that we want to make a change and we humble ourselves to want to make that change is one of the biggest barriers that one can break through. I'm going to launch a much more successful business when I do launch it. And it's because I took the time to learn. And I just think that people are in such a rush to have something, especially money. Money is like, oh, I got to get more money. But it's like if you launch something that's piss poor, even at a point where I had accomplished so many things, I almost did it. Right. We're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, I still fuck up all the time, man. Earlier today, like I was came here at the wrong time. Right. So we we mess up constantly. But it's it's identifying that and saying, wait, let me take a step back and let me do this the right way. I am inspired by helping people. If I can make money, too. Damn, that's cool, too. Right. But the thing that really gets me out of bed right now is my ability to help people. I don't need any more money. I don't need any more material things. You know as well as I know, that shit gets old. 
right? And, um, you know, it feels good temporarily, but it doesn't really hold any weight or substance. And so the thing that I feel like our legacy is how do we affect as many people as possible in the most genuine and impactful way, right? And for me, that is what drives me today. I had self-esteem. I didn't know till I got grown up and was an adult that everybody didn't have self-esteem. I didn't understand that. I didn't realize that everybody didn't have self-confidence. I didn't realize that everybody didn't have self-worth. Gallup did a poll in 2016, worldwide, 87.6% of all the people on the planet. We'll just, we'll just round it off. 87% of everybody that walks the face of the earth, 7.65 billion people are unhappy. The high performance people, the one thing that they all have in common is they're hungry. Hungry for a better life. Hungry for change. Hungry for the tough love their parents didn't give them. So is that what it needs? You, you have to be hungry? You, you need to feel the pain? Uh, growth only comes through pain. No pain, no gain. It's the same in life. Um, if love got the job done, you wouldn't need podcasts, you wouldn't need seminars. It doesn't. Tough love gets the job done. But being liked doesn't get you a raise when you're working for uh, whoever you're working for. Efficiency, accountability. Most people that come to seminars are there because they weren't held accountable when they were growing up. What is your definition of a high-performance person? Being all that you can be every day. 24-7, 365, being all you can be. I asked the question a couple days ago. How many of you, you can raise your hand, but how many of you have kids? Don't raise your hand now. How many of you would like to have your kids grow up just like your parents? You know the answer, don't you? Close to zero. Because they were shitty role models. Now, I'm not going to ask the second question. How many of you would like your kids to grow up and be like you? But being a high-performance person is a full-time job. I'm like this when I wake up in the morning to brush my teeth. I'm like this when I brush my teeth before I go to sleep. I'm like this 24-7, 365, and I've been like this for the better part of 50 years. I'm always like this. I'm always pushing the edge of the envelope. But the sun is going to gobble up the earth in about between 7 and 11 billion years. Although I'm planning on living a long time, I'm not going to live quite that long. But uh, I, I, you know, just work hard. I don't know any other thing than hard work. And hard work is out of favor now. It just is. But I'm a dying breed. I'm a Neanderthal. I understand that. I'm sad to say that because I say, I, I know it has, it's a sad commentary for the human race. Because you're not willing to make any sacrifices to be high performance. I still work 50, 60, I don't consider it work. I still work 50, 60 hours a week. And I haven't had to work in 35 years. So the bottom line, you're not willing to do anything. You're not willing to sacrifice anything to be a high performance person. It sounds strange in hindsight. I found making $450 million easy. 
easy. And I wanted to do something more with my life. And so when I got into the financial coaching, I wanted to change the fabric of financial coaching, which I have. And I wanted to be known as the, uh, well, and now that's what they call me, the greatest of all time. But this was just me flapping my mouth 25 years ago. Now I am the greatest of all time, vis-a-vis creating wealth through people like yourselves. And uh, I, wanted, you know, I wanted to leave that legacy. And I wanted people, like I'm from the body, you know, I'm from a real uh, rough background, been in jail five times, did a lot of ugly things. Uh, yeah, but I, I'm glad it happened to me because I know what the other side, like some of you have never been kicked in the teeth. I know what it is to be kicked in the teeth and my teeth be on the, on the pavement. I know what that feels like. I know the humiliation. Forget the pain, you get over the pain. I wanted the poor kids to understand that they, they had a, a methodology, there was a methodology uh, used by one of them that was once poor and got in a lot of trouble. You can do it if you want to do it bad enough. The operative part of that little description is if you want it bad enough. And I think there's a simple thing that you need that we hear again and again in these motivational speeches. And it's a simple word, but it's misunderstood. And it's belief. If you're going to really change, the first thing that you have to move from an opinion to a belief and a belief into a conviction is that you are the one that can change. You are the one that is responsible for who you are, where you are in life right now, the things that you do, the things that you don't do, that you know that you should, the things that you have become, the person that you've become, and as a result, the things that you have. And there's all kinds of things going on right now. There's all kinds of thoughts going on right now. There's all kinds of feeling, but amidst all of those things, amidst the sea of confusion that you might feel, let me ask you a very simple question, a very basic question. Do you believe that you have the power to change? Time is all we have. This moment, right now. There's only one thing in our lives that we're never able to reacquire once it's gone. And I'm not talking about money, I'm not talking about material items. I'm talking about time. And it's such a unique concept, unique idea, because when utilized correctly, it contains the ingredients to success, to happiness, to growth, prosperity, all the things we want. But at the very same time, if neglected, it leaves us with very little. Because the truth is, every morning when you wake up, you are living minutes you will never get back. You are breathing air you will never take in again. It is your one opportunity to embrace this gift. And every second sees a little of it slip away. And my point is that there is no moment more important, more perfect than right now. Not in a week, not after your promotion, not in 30 years when you plan to retire and relax. Right now. See, we have this mentality that the future is going to somehow mean more than the present. 
that if we suffer now, or if we're unhappy now, that we'll save the best in life for some other time. But the reality is we don't get younger. Yes, we should be working hard. Absolutely, success comes from effort, hard work, dedication, persistence. But the key is allocate your precious time to the work, to the things that make you feel like today is powerful. That right now is so amazing you don't want it to end. Today is when you take the first step towards the things you want when you become who you want to become. No one is ever or will ever keep you from that other than yourself. There is no ceiling, there is no limitation, there is no special requirement. There is you and what you allow yourself to accomplish. You are the gatekeeper, you have your foot on the gas pedal. And it's so easy to point to others, right? To point to our environment, to blame things on everything but our own decision, our decision to stick to the status quo. Because believe it or not, it is that simple. You are where you are because that's where you've decided to be. And you've accepted that as okay. Look, if you want change, then manufacture change. Create a plan and move, go, transform. Step out of your head and into the real world. Think about how lucky we are. To be alive in this day and age with access to all the information we could ever dream of, technology that enables growth, freedom to pursue any path that looks appealing, anything we could ever want is right in front of us, yet we don't embrace it. Why? Why in the world would we let that be? Nothing is more important in life than living it. Nothing makes us feel more energized, more free, more happy than following the path we were meant to take. It's having the courage to step over the obstacles, to face the challenges, to be uncomfortable. And at the beginning, it's tough, right? Change is tough. Getting what you want isn't easy. There's a period of struggle, of growth, but once you get through it, you understand what living really is. Which brings us right back to the concept of time, our small existence on this planet, the greatest gift a human being can receive. You, by default, have it. Don't ever let it be in vain. The future isn't when happiness someday occurs. It's a continuation of you living every moment to the fullest, from now until your last. Make every trip around the sun better than the previous. Never let a moment of sunshine, clouds, or rain deprive you of your gift. Be the best version of yourself you can be. Live the life you were meant to live. All it takes is a simple decision. You need to use guilt as your fuel. You need to start feeling guilty when you're not achieving or striving towards your dream. You can use the people that doubted your dream as motivation. When your dreams are dying and when you don't have enough strength to go on, I need you to stop the procrastination. I need you to let go of all limitations. 
So I'm here to tell you today that you can have anything you want, be anyone you want, but you're gonna have to work. See, dreams, aspirations, they're not easily obtained, but one of the hardest things to do is to keep going, is to keep chasing. People will give up their dreams for certainty, but I'm telling you that your life will start to change when you become more committed to your dreams than your comfort zone. Stop being pushed around by the fears in your mind and start being led by the dreams in your heart. This is your moment. And you gotta look in the mirror and believe that. Ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. So take advantage of today. Take advantage of tomorrow. Take advantage of every opportunity that you have to do what you want in life. Life's too short to be working on someone else's dream. And I know it's difficult to follow your dreams, but it's even worse if you don't. You have to find a way to build your own dream or someone else will hire you to build theirs. If you give up on your dream, what's left? Because the people who accomplished their dreams in this world stopped telling people about them and started showing them. They never once gave up on a dream just because of the amount of time it took to accomplish it. No. They knew that the time was going to pass anyway. Every single successful person that accomplished a dream will tell you that as soon as you truly start pursuing your dream, your life wakes up and everything has meaning. You need to know without a shadow of a doubt that it's going to happen. And when you believe wholeheartedly, then there's no need to call it a dream. The people that are running after their dream know they're gonna have hard times. They keep on running because they're saying within themselves, I'm the one, I'm the one. No matter how bad it is or how bad it gets, I'm going to make it. It's simple. You either change your dreams or enhance your skills. The amount of work is the same. Every person that did incredible things in this world had to dream crazy, dream big. Don't wait for the perfect opportunity, create it. You are your only limit. Your potential is endless. Go do what you dreamed you could do. Believe you can and you're halfway there. Don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. Because when something is important enough, you do it even if the odds are not in your favor. You gotta stop believing in the doubters and start believing in your abilities. You've got hate, use it. Put in the extra hour fueled by the anger you have for not achieving your dream. Keep striving, never give up, fall down seven times, get up eight. Are you tired? 
Think of all the people that are counting on you when you succeed. I believe that every person has the ability to flip a switch inside their mind and say, it's go time. I'm not holding back. No matter what it takes, I will do what I say. This time, it's different. I've caught the fire. I'm ready to go. This year is my year. There's always another skill. There's always another challenge. And your dream needs to be stronger than your excuses. All right, listen and listen well because no truer words are ever going to be spoken. You can do anything you want without limitation. Whatever it is that you decide you want to make come true in your life, you can do that. It is going to take an inhuman amount of work. You're going to have to be prepared to break yourself in half. You are going to have to learn more than anyone has ever learned. You're going to have to push yourself harder than anyone has ever asked you to push yourself before. You're going to go way beyond your breaking point. You're going to run until you vomit. You're going to study until you fall asleep. You're going to push and push and push, and then you're going to push some more. And when you hit the limit, you're going to push again beyond that. You're going to force yourself into an adaptation response. And why? Because as Malcolm X said, the future belongs to those who prepare for it today. So if you don't put the work in today, if you don't do the unending, back-breaking work of developing yourself into something greater, the world is going to pass you by. The people that are going to own it are going to be the ones that did that work. And the one promise that I can make you right now is that somebody, somebody out there is outworking you. Somebody right now is doing the things that I'm saying. Somebody right now is doing the work of failing and getting up and getting better and pushing themselves and triggering that glorious adaptation response that makes humans the apex predator. Someone right now, they're putting in that work. And if you don't, the future is gonna belong to them. And as Martin Luther King Jr. said, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. But whatever you do, you have to keep moving forward. It's not okay to make excuses. It's not gonna slow people down. It's not okay to ask the world to stop so that you can step out front. It's not okay to expect little of yourself and demand great rewards. The only thing that's okay is to be in line with the way that the world really works. And if you want to be great, you've got to become capable of greatness. You've got to develop your skill set. You've got to take what you have now, and if that's crawling, then crawl. But you drag yourself ever forward to a vision of yourself that is so clear and so specific that nothing could knock you off your path because you, my friend, know exactly where you're going. You're willing to pay whatever price it takes to get there. And no matter what anybody says, no matter how many hecklers come for you, no matter how many people try to throw dirt on you, try to stop you, try to knock you down, no matter how many people come for you at night while you sleep, you will rise and you will keep pushing forward and you will get better every day. And no matter how many times people chop at you, knock you down, knock you off the path, you will get back on. You will crawl till you can walk. You will walk till you run and then you will run until you fly. And that, my friends, is the only path forward. So if you want a future that makes you happy, if you want a world that you're excited about, get your ass out there and earn it.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 